Bang bang! Welcome to the party is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Joel will send you the the bet. So what to bet on? Um, uh, well, what the bet? Yeah, what to bet on? Uh, where to bet on it? So which is the best bookmaker with the best odds? Um, how much of your bankroll to bet on it? And uh, why? Why? He'll tell you why to take the bet, man. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie to you guys. We we had, a, we had a terrible November. We were down for November. The first down month since I've been involved with Bet With Joel, I don't know, six months or something now, maybe longer. Um, and then there was also, um, uh, you know, we, we started coming back a bit in December and there was, it's a bit up and down right now. For, for, for gold members. I don't know. I think the other packages are doing pretty well. But, uh, you know, we'll get back on a tear and we'll start getting that bread back up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah. So, that's... Uh, if you want to sign up to Bet With Joel, that's welcome to... No. That's betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty. Exclusive 50. That's potty. P-O-D-D-Y. Exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription and there is no lock-in contract so at least give it a try get 50% off and see see how you go and let's get that let's get that money do you want to support the welcome to the potty podcast go to welcome to the potty.com slash store and buy yourself a butter soft welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt five percent of all proceeds go to a different charity each month this month of december 2019 we are donating to taboo um, which is feminine hygiene products for people in need, dude. So, um, get yourself a t-shirt and donate to a good cause, man. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI podcast and the captain, the goddamn, um, I don't know, Chris Kringle, Santa Claus, um, Saint Nick of podcasting, bro. Christmas is over. I hope everybody ended up having a good Christmas. Um, I, uh, what did I get for Christmas? We got a couple new chairs in the studio here. Um, got a pair of Jordans, you know, uh, got, you know, got a little bit of, you know, good weather coming through here. It's hot as a motherfucker, but, um, you know, that's how we like it. That's how we like it here in South Australia. We're not like these Melbourne guys sitting out here in the rain in Christmas, bro. We got that heat. The bushfires are settling down, I think. Um, we've been waking up. We were waking up while those bushfires were on, and our house smelled like smoke if we had the windows open and shit. So that's all over. That's all over, dude. Well, I don't know if it's all over, but it's not as bad as I th- as it was. I think like you couldn't even see the city some days, man, because of the smoke. So I think that's calmed down a bit, which is good. Um, what else, man? Boxing day? Did I do anything? Went to the beach, I think, with with friend of the show. Um, 
uh, official, unofficial NBA co-analyst, um, Calvin Fresh, a.k.a. Mr. Stephen Coombe, dude. We went to the beach together. We were throwing the Waboba ball, which be skimming, bro. It be skimming. It be skimming. Um, eating mad leftovers, bro. I haven't cooked since Christmas. I've um, been doing mad dishes, dude. Um, I'm not even going to get into the dishes right now. You know, why, why, why wouldn't I? Um, Rachel's mom's still staying with us. Uh, I think she tries to save water. Um, but when doing dishes and then some of the dishes get just done in dirty water and the dishes are still dirty so they don't have to redo the dishes. That's, um, so I've been doing mad dishes. Uh, my car is still at Scott's house. I went to Scott's place last night cause Scott, Scott's driving back to Melbourne today. Um, so, um, safe travels to Scott, but, um, my car's still over there. So I've been at home today. I installed a new air conditioner in my house cause the, uh, the other one ceased to exist really. Well, no, it still exists. It just stopped working. It stopped working, dude. So, um, we, we've been in here sweating. We got ceiling fans. I got one above me right now, but I don't have it turned on because, you know, we don't want to jeopardize. We don't want to sacrifice sound quality for um, comfort sometimes. So um, the the ceiling fan is off in Welcome to the Potty Studios, WTTPS. Um, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, last night was pretty cool. Went over there at about three o'clock, drinking some beers. Um I don't know. I don't know really what happened to me, man. My vibe kind of decreased at around nine o'clock. So I got, I just got, I just got out of there, man. I had a good time. Well, I mean, I was there for six hours, you know, you don't stay anywhere for six hours if you're not having a good time. I think I was tired and stuff. Um, so I came home, no one was home. So I had a little bit of, uh, you know, time to my, like actually to myself, which was cool. And I've also had that today, which has been nice. Woke up a bit hungover, even though I got home early as fuck. I wasn't sleeping real good last night. I was really hot. I was really hot. Um, and I also I also think sometimes when you drink, you don't sleep too good. So I've um, been a bit tired today, a bit tired, a bit hungover. Um, put, but, you know, you put in a new air conditioning unit. And that's, um, you know, that's, you know, Tim the Toolman motherfucking Taylor, bro. That's what, that's what we're doing. We're, you know, we're, we're three teeing it. Tim, the tool man, Taylor, bro. Um, dude, someone sent in this video. I got to play this video, dude. Uh, we're not filming this episode, so you guys won't really see this. And, uh, I think I'll get kicked off of all the things anyway, but listen, just listen to this for a second. Merry Christmas. Dude. <laughs> This is like maybe like some type of Indian or Arab or Pakistani dude. Um, and he's standing there with a Christmas sweater on. And he goes, Mary. And when he goes, Christmas, he lifts up his sweater and exposes his massive slab and just starts waving it around, bro. Just... Just side to side like a window washer, bro. I'm telling you, dude. This is this is inappropriate material to be sent into the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But let's watch it again, dude. Because this dude has a this fucking guy's got a piece on it, bro. Let's have a look. Merry Christmas. It <laughs> flops down and then he waves it side to side and then he puts the jumper back down 
over his Merry Christmas. <laughs> this guy. Dude, he's packing heat, bro. Sure, maybe he's a porn star. He's hairless. Uh, and he's got a reasonable looking body on him too. So he, he might be some type of uh, porn star. I've never seen this guy before. Um, and you guys know I haven't really been doing porn a whole lot lately. I haven't been watching porn. I think it's bad for the libido. Sometimes you, your uh, your uh, expectations of what's supposed to be going on in the bedroom, they they get all mixed up, dude. They get all mixed up. So, um, that's why I don't really do that too much anymore, but let's just get this guy's dick off the, off the screen here. Um, shit, what else do we, oh, we do have, we do have some Clay's reviews here. So, Moneymaker Mitch, if you don't mind. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. Um, so I did watch this movie called Holiday Rush, um, which is, it is a Christmas movie and it stars the black dude, um, fuck. And I don't really even, I don't really even, uh, know who he is. Uh, he's in that movie with Kevin Hart, like, um, Jesus Christ. Think like a man. He's in that. Um, I, I guess he's a comedic actor mainly. He's like, he's just like a black Hollywood guy. Hold on. Let's, um, let's go in here and check his name. Um, holiday rush, holiday rush going here. Holiday rush 2019. So I was new this year. Um, uh, what's his name? Romani Malco. Okay. And this dude. He's a, he's a radio DJ and I guess he's really successful. He's making all this like wild money. Um, I don't really know if radio DJs are making that type of bread, but in this movie, he's making fucking cash holer, spoiling his kids and shit. And then bad things happen. He doesn't have the money. They got to move into their old house where their mom got cancer and died. Um, the kids don't want to move in there and his family feud. And he's, you know, he's got a new love interest, but the kids don't really approve and all this shit, dude, you know? Um, and it all comes good in the end for the holidays, obviously. Uh, excuse me. Um, I don't think there was one white person in the whole movie, to be honest. I think there was, I think I saw two light-skinned pe people, but um, I would have to give this movie probably a four out of 10, dude. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that good, but I watched it because it was a Christmas movie. And I, again, I didn't really do Shocktober this year and I didn't do the 25 days of Christmas. And next year, you know, um, when it's, it's going to be, it's probably going to be my, you know, my house, my rules, you know, and that's what's going to happen. We're going to do Shocktober and we're going to do the 25 days of Christmas. Um, now I also watched this new movie on Netflix called Six Underground with your man, Ryan Reynolds. Um, and they're, they're six, six underground means like six, they're six and they're, they're, the world thinks they're dead. Like they faked their deaths to become the, this group of like secret agents or something, I guess they're buried their, their past lives. And 
uh, they're trying to they're like trying to change things in the world of politics and stuff so that it's not you know dictatorships and things like this is kind of the message I got. Um, now Ryan Reynolds is like a billionaire and he handpicks this team. They don't even know each other's names. They they refer to each other as the numbers one through six or whatever. Um, because they don't want to attack, uh, develop attachment and things like, you know, all this. I really enjoyed it. It was action Jackson, dude. It was parkour. It was fast cars. It was big guns. It was magnets. It was cruise ships. Um, not cruise ships, sorry. Yachts, uh, speed boats, helicopters, um, jets. Um, you know, it was, you name it, bro. Grenades, uh, stabbings, shootings. Um, decapitations, bro. Uh, uh, you know, one dude had a flashbang put in his mouth and that went off and his head exploded, bro. So these are the types of things that we're watching and I really did enjoy it. I really did enjoy it. And that one, that one I gave a 6.5 out of 10, six underground on Netflix and holiday rush was also on Netflix. Um, and then I think two nights ago, we watched this fucking sad ass story uh, the Sourhouse movie on um, Netflix called Marriage Story. Uh, and that that has Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. Uh, and they acted their fucking socks off, dude. You know, they acted the shit out of this. It made me uncomfortable. It made me sad. It made me laugh. It made me uncomfortable again. It made me uncomfortable again. It made me uncomfortable again. It made me hate lawyers. Um, it made me, you know, not really even want to get married, you know, um, because of divorce and I'm a child of divorce, bro. So I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, yeah, so it, I liked the way it was filmed too. It was very, there was long takes. There were some long takes in there. Um... It was long takes and it was, it was, it looked, it, it almost felt like I was watching theatre. It was, he was letting them, he was letting them act. Uh, and it was wide shots and low shots. Like, and when you're at a theatre, you're sitting in the front row, it's all low. It's all low shots. It is very, yeah, it looked like a theatre show, man. Um, and I thoroughly, I, I mean, I didn't enjoy it. It was pretty depressing shit, but I lie. I, I thought it was well-crafted. Uh, and that one, I gave it eight out of 10 marriage story on Netflix. If you, if you want to get depressed. Um, and I think there was one more movie that I watched. Oh yeah. I watched it today. It's called, uh, the invention of lying with Ricky Gervais, this shit was from 2009. I've never heard of it before and somehow it just popped up on Netflix. Um, it's uh, Ricky Gervais and Jennifer Garner. And let me tell you this about Jennifer Garner. <clears throat> so hot, okay? Absolutely banging. Um, Jonah Hill's in it when he used to be like super fat. Louis CK's in it before he got canceled. Um, and yeah, I guess it's a, it's a comedy movie uh, and it's set in a world where nobody has ever told a lie before. Um, and then Ricky Gervais's mum dies and she's very scared of, you know, an eternity of nothingness. So he tells her, um, he tells her all this stuff to make her, you know, not be scared. Uh, and he tells her about this man in the sky. He starts 
basically he invents the whole concept of God and, and the, you know, seven deadly sins and all this shit. And he starts using it to his advantage. Um, but then he doesn't even end up happy because he's in love with this woman. Um, but then she eventually falls in love with him, obviously. Um, and yeah, it was actually pretty hard to watch. I, I didn't really rate it that highly. I will, I'd probably say 5.5, 5 .5, 5.5 out of, out of 10 there for that one. Uh, and that was also on Netflix. So yeah, been doing a lot of Netflix movies, not a lot of Stan movies. Um, and let me tell you this, Stan and Netflix both need to get their money up, bro. Get some, get some better movies, crack a lacking, bro. Um, you know, obviously the Irishman was fucking fire, but I just watched four movies in a week. Um, and it was all poo, dude. Well, not all poo. Cause I just, I just rated some at eight, didn't I? So yeah, but that's Clay's reviews basically, dude. Um, shit, what should we do next? Dude, we have not done, uh, poor posture in so long. Uh, moneymaker Mitch, would you like? To do the honors. Cool. Um. Poor posture of the week. All right, let's check these emails here. Poor posture folder. We got these dudes, bro. Um. Bruce Lee's daughter sues Chinese fast food chain. Uh, and this one's this one's coming in from Phil. Shout out to Phil. A company run by Bruce Lee's daughter is suing a popular Chinese fast food chain over its use of an image of the late martial arts star. Shannon Lee's Bruce Lee Enterprises alleges real Kung Fu has used the image in its logo without permission. The firm wants the fast food chain to immediately remove the image and is reportedly seeking 30 million. That's pretty wild, bro. But, um, yeah, fuck. I, I don't know why that's poor posh. I guess, yeah, I guess for, and it's clear. If you see this picture, dude, it is clearly Bruce Lee from, uh, Game of Death. You know, that's the movie where he's wearing the, um, the yellow jumpsuit with the, the stripe down the side. That's Game of Death, bro. And I know that because I'm a fan of Bruce Lee. Now, in Kill Bill, Uma Thurman is basically wearing the same thing. Um, so that's called homage, bro. Homage. Um, so yeah, it, it's a blatant ripoff. I guess that's poor posture. Get your, hey, get your graphic, get your graphic design game up, dude. You know, you look like the letter S. You're all bent out of shape. Saw your shit out. Shit. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Phil. Um, let's see if we've got something more wild in here. Um, yuck. Um, oh shit, here we go. This sounds like poor posture right here. 
Um, this is coming in from someone called Barbie. So that could be fake. Cause who the fuck has ever, and no offense, Barbie, if you're a real person, but who the fuck's ever met someone called Barbie and who is calling their kids Barbie, dude? Um, you know, Nicki Minaj is the only Barbie I know. And if she's listened to Welcome to the Party, Nicki, uh, you know, I'll, hey Nicki, I'll be on, I'll be unfaithful for a night for you or maybe even a whole, whole week for Nicki Minaj, dude. I know she's not, I know she's factory made, dude. She's, you know, she's customized. She's got all types of things that, you know, you have to get um, installed, bro. She, bro, have you ever seen a picture of Nicki Minaj when, before, before the, um, you know, money come rolling in? Fucking garbage, dude. No offense, Nicki. Um, if, if it is you listening to the show, um, you look good now with all the, you know, all the, um, you know, purchases you've made, the shopping sprees you've been on, the body, uh, you know, top-ups. Um, you know, sometimes you got to go to the parts store, buy some new parts. Uh, most of us wait until we need, you know, like a knee replacement and that's the type of part we get, but you're getting, you know, you do things like, um, you know, titty jello and, and um, you know, and, you know, you know, booty juice and, um you know, uh, you know, lip, you know, lip fillers, um, you know, your eyelashes are as long as, you know, you know, my, my actual head hair, your eyelashes are long as heck you do weaves in your, in your actual hair. No one knows how long your real hair is. No one, not even probably the person that puts them in. Um, you can probably make them, you know, do a blindfold or something. No one's ever seen it. No one knows. You probably got, you know, your hair's so short, you probably get some cornrows and it looks like stitches, you know? Um, no, and I don't know why I'm going in on you, Nikki, because first of all, it's probably not you who who has written in about about this dude in Poor Posture of the Week. And second of all, you look good. You look good. But uh, I don't remember how I started doing that. But... Um, this is from Barbie, Joshua Lee Hunsucker, and change it, you know, if your if your surname is Hunsucker, bro, uh, there's one, there's a, there's one man named Attila the Hun, um, and that sounds like you've been giving him a, you know, you know, a, a bit of a Dyson, you know, that, you know, that sucky, um, you know, that, that warm rice wine, bro, that sucky, you know, that's like, that's what you've been doing, Joshua Lee Hunsucker, you've been giving that Attila the Hunsucker. Um, has been charged with using tainted visine to poison his wife for a life insurance payout. And let me tell you this, uh, life insurance is, uh, the number one killer in, uh, you know, probably the United States. Um, dude, I think life insurance kills more people than cancer, um, heart disease, diabetes, diabetes, um, do life insurance is life insurance is a killer, um, a killer, the hunt sucker, you know? And I think guys, I think we have just, we have just named this episode. Okay. A killer, the hunt sucker. Um, and I'm just going to write that down because, uh, that's, that's just fucking, that's just good shit. Um, yeah, but this, this dude, I guess, Poisoned some eye drops and gave them to his wife. And does he look like he'll do it again? Yes. Uh, but let's have a look at this dude. 
North Carolina man has been charged with using Visine eye drops to kill his wife of eight years. Joshua Lee Hunsucker, 35, was arrested and booked late last week, charged with the first degree murder of Stacey Robinson in September 2018. His bail has been set at $1.5 million. North Carolina's Department of Insurance made the shocking connection after the dead woman's mother, Susie Robinson, alerted them to possible insurance fraud by her former son-in-law. The case marks the second time eye drops have been allegedly used as a murder weapon. Jesus, in 2018, a 52-year-old South Carolina woman was charged with murdering her husband by putting eye drops in his drinking water. Dude, is eye drops that bad? Because there's a movie, I know what it is, the first, the first um, Mission Impossible. Mission colon impossible, um, starring Tom Cruise. I think Ving Rhames is in it or the other, dude. It's either Ving Rhames or it's um, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Michael Clark Duncan, but I, th- or is that or is it Michael Duncan Clark? Jesus Christ, we need to we need to Google that because that is disrespectful. If I don't get his name right, rest in peace. Um, I think it's Michael Clark Duncan. Let's check. M Michael L. Uh, Clark, Clark Duncan, yes, rest in peace. Um, and let's check. Let's actually check Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, the real one, the first one. Let's check who the black guy is in it. Is it Ving Rhames? It's Ving Rhames, guys. So I was right. Um, but one of the agents, I don't remember who it is, puts eye drops in the dude's coffee, and he gets he's not able to go and open the room that they're breaking into because he needs to be on the toilet shitting for super long. Um, so I, I guess it's well documented. I guess it's well documented that this is a thing, but why are we putting that shit in our eyes? Why can our eyes take it and our belly cannot take it? Isn't that wild? That makes me almost not even want to use eye drops. But, um, well, I didn't know that you could kill people with them. They're, they're, how much do you have to have? That's wild, dude. And how and how much can you taste it? Like, is there is there no way that this dude's drinking his water and he's like, well, that's weird. I don't want this. And he pours it out and gets new water. Fuck, I don't know, but fucking hun sucker, dude. What a piece of shit. And you should you should see his head, dude. His dude, he needs a shape up. His hairline's all fucked up, dude. It looks, you know, it looks like the stock market. It's all up and down. It's all over the place. Bro, he's got one eye looking at you, one eye looking for you. Dude, he's, a, he's your typical white dude with no lips. I don't even know how he, you know, has a conversation when he's lipless. Um, and he does look like he probably played maybe baseball in high school. That's the, This is the type, of, the, the type of dude we're talking about. Uh, he looks like he probably cuts his own hair. Or maybe um, he's got like a, a neighbor that's blind in one eye and, and maybe... She's demented as well, and she cuts his hair. Um, he's got dark eyes. Uh, he's this probably isn't the first time he's killed. Um, dude, I'm telling you, life insurance. Dude, life insurance is the biggest killer in the United States, bro. But thanks, Barbie. Even though you know shit name, change it. Um, but also, it's probably not your name. What else have we got? Yep, yep, we can click that. Rapper Cameron is unconvinced that dinosaurs ever existed. 
And why do we care what camera on things? That reminds me of a Dave Chappelle bit um, when the, the Twin Towers happened or whatever. And they're like, we've got Ja Rule on the phone. And it's like, and, and it's like, oh, dude, let's just, I'm about to butcher this trying to explain it. So let's just get, um, let's just pull this up on YouTube. Uh, so we'll go, you know, we'll just Google uh, Dave Chappelle, um, Ja Rule. Um, all right, this is a one minute clip, so hopefully it's correct. Yeah, man, they would. But I'm like, for real, why Why you care so much what the Dixie Chicks say? It's not like they political scientists and then they just bitches, they can sing good. You know what I mean? Stop worshiping celebrities so much. Just don't listen, pay attention. I remember right around September 11th, uh, Ja Rule, was on MTV. That's what they said. They said, we got Ja Rule on the phone. Let's see what Ja's thoughts are on this tragedy. Who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this, nigga? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't want to dance. I'm scared to death. <laughs> I want some answers that Ja Rule might not have right now. You think when bad shit happens to me, I'll be in the crib like, oh my God, this is terrible. Because somebody, please. Find Ja Rule, get hold of this motherfucker so I can make sense of all this. Do you know Where I mean? is Ja? Who gives a fuck about what a rapper has to say about whether dinosaurs existed, you know? Um, New York City rapper Cam Ron isn't positive that dinosaurs ever existed. I have fights with individuals about, dinos about dinosaurs, Killer Cam mentioned in a brand new interview with Eric and Jeff Rosenthal. Higher often known as... It's the real. Pressed to elaborate, he defined, I'm not believing nor disbelieving, which we suppose makes him a dino, a dino agnostic. Uh, who wrote this? Someone named Sam Conley. Fuck yourself, Sam. No offense. Yes offense. Um, however, provides, it's like there's no proof as a result of how they throw these large bones, paws up in a museum, after which be like, Yo, these are the folks that have been right here earlier than us. I implied, pardon me or no matter. I don't even know what that re that sentence was that I just read, bro. I'm not going to go back over it because I don't even... Dude, who's still saying pause? He's talking about actual bones and he paused. Like, I mean, what am I, what am I fucking saying? I say no Bruno all the time. Let's, get, let's hear more. Uh, the Rosenthal's identify that these large bones are in... Uh, in truth, the proof, however, can remain unconvinced. So these bones are nonetheless sturdy, sufficient to place up in museums. And so they didn't crumble or something like that. I'm not essentially going for that one. Dude, I don't know if this is verbatim or if Sam Conley doesn't know how to type, but it, I, I, it seems like there was two retards involved with this. And one's Cameron and one's Sam Conley. And I refuse to read more. Um, now I'm not sure who sent that in. Let's check. Oh, fuck. I've lost it. Um, submitted by Dick. So that means Richard. Unless people just keep trolling me with these names. We got Dick and Barbie. Come on, bro. Um, 
Oh, this one seems wild. Submitted by Herbie. Now that's got to be fucking fake. Um, check out the headline on this. Oh shit. It's freezing. No, we're good. Dude, I think his ads coming onto the screen is slowing it down. Texas barber shot over 13 year old's haircut. Dude, fuck off ads. Texas law enforcement officials are searching for a suspect accused of shooting at a barber over his 13 year old son's haircut. Damn, dude, that must have been a fucking nightmare cut, dude, to get shot over a cut. Dude, I've had some bad haircuts, dude. When I was up in Albury, this is this is like country New South Wales, dude. No one really knows what they're doing with textured hair, aka black people's hair, dude. One one guy, no, more than one guy. I reckon I had three bullshit haircuts before I found a barber that could actually figure it out and just fade me up. You know, and I was mad as fuck. One of them was a sponsor of our team. And I actually asked if we could get rid of him as a sponsor. And the team said no. And, you know, because the money be coming in. Shout out to Wale. These bitches be flying out. Yeah. The money be coming in. Um, fuck, dude. I don't really need to read anymore. But that's got to be a shitty haircut. Now, I think maybe the barber deserved it, bro. Because, you know, I'm telling you from experience, it's not a good feeling. I love getting my hair cut when I come out there looking fresh, but not, there's no worse feeling than coming out with a bullshit haircut and just being like, well, you know, I kind of, you know, I look corny as fuck, dude. I look, you know, so corny, bro. I'm so corny weaver, you know? Um, oh, Rachel just texted me. Should I read this out loud? No. Um... Yeah, bro, it's a corny weaver, bro. If you come out of a... Dude, I'm not surprised, mate. I'm, dude, I'm not surprised that a, uh, a barber got shot, dude. You need to make sure that you're um you're on top of your game. You know? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you got to make sure you're on top of your game, bro. You can't be like in there just fucking up people's wig pieces, bro. Damn. Um. Anyway... That's uh, you know, that's poor posture. We, 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 we got back at it, dude. We had to get, we had to get in there before the, you know, the changeover of the year. You know, um, shit. Should we do? Should we see if anyone sent in some advice over Christmas? That would be, dude. That, that'd be kind of sad, maybe if if some advice came in over Christmas. Um. Okay. No, that's too long, guys. Come on. We've, you know, we've had this discussion. Hmm. Okay, who's this from? Hold on. I gotta... Dude, my new glasses are ready. I gotta pick them shits up because this is difficult to read. Paolo! Jesus Christ, we where are we? We dude, I'm coming to Italy next year if you want to meet up. Is that dude, is that where you're at? Anyway, let's see what you got to say. Subject line. I told my ex-girlfriend's daughter that I'm not her father. Now my ex is furious. And let me tell you this, you don't really want your ex to be furious because she'll rock up at your uh, next haircut and she'll blow your brains out, dude. 
but let's keep let's keep moving. Ten years ago, I walked out on my ex girlfriend and her daughter. Um. Okay, let's see if you explain why before I uh get up your ass, no Bruno. There you go. See, okay, Cameron, you're allowed to say pause. Um. Why? Because it turned out that my in um you know this is in uh quotations daughter wasn't actually mine. My ex had cheated. Fuck that bitch, dude. And yes, I would have walked out too. For real. Give a fuck about that kid. <laughs> uh, let's keep going. I confronted her and she broke down. I walked out. It was messy because of the amount I also spent on lawyers. I've been no contact since. That is until now. I got a Facebook message from her daughter, which was very abrasive. She was accusing me of abandoning her and what kind of father does that? It seems that my ex didn't have the guts to admit her infidelity. I told her daughter that I'm not her father and that her mother cheated. She didn't take it well, but I provided evidence. She actually had the maturity to apologize. And that's, you know, that's good. Maybe she's been actually raised reasonably well, just by being lied to. Now my ex got a hold of my Facebook and has been blowing up my messenger, calling me uh, an asshole and all sorts. Even my sister said I shouldn't have told. Fuck your sister, dude. Depends how old this kid is, maybe. I don't know. Now, I didn't write to you to be judged as to whether I should have left. I'm not going to be a poor fuck who is expected to man up and raise someone else's child. Hey, dude, I would never expect that. And I wouldn't do that for anybody. Um, dude, that reminds me of a story of this girl, dude. Um, I wasn't even seeing her or nothing. I think I've kissed her maybe once. And I think, I think maybe she's maybe put her mouth on my Johnson maybe one time as well. But, um, she called me once when I was in America, um, and tells me she's pregnant. Right. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, what are you going to do to help me? And I was like, absolutely nothing. And then she goes, what if it's yours? And I said, well, impossible because we've never had sex. You know? There's like some serious science that goes into having a child and none of that science took place ever between us to this day. To this day! Um, dude, do we have a soundbite for to this day? That's wild. That is actually wild that we don't have that soundbite. So, um... Uh, we do have a story time with Clay Soundbite. Because um, um, I am telling a story right now. But uh, so, and she was like, Well, aren't you going to? Well, okay, well, it's not yours, but I'm going to need help raising it. And she was expecting me to do this shit. And I was like, You are just about out of your goddamn mind, right? Check this out. It was a lie. What? Clay, what? Dude, that was a lie, bruh. She just was testing to see what I would do in that situation. And bruh, I'll tell you, that answer is fucking easy, dude. Easy money. Nothing. I'll do nothing in that situation. Oh, you, you let someone bust nuts inside your body and you're having their kid and they're not around. Guess what? I'm not around. It's not up to me. It's not my responsibility. Okay. Now, now if I'm with a girl, like that's my girlfriend and she cheats on me and gets pregnant. I also, one, even if she didn't get 
pregnant are not sticking around. And two, when she gets pregnant, I'm definitely not sticking around to raise someone else's kid, dude. That's wild. So no. Dude, what do you, I don't know why you think I would judge you for that. Dude, I know I've said some wild shit about runaway dads and shit, but that's... You got to listen to those episodes and understand that the context of the situation is... Dude, I had one dude write in and say, I'm thinking... Literally, I think the, the subject title was like, I'm thinking of abandoning my, my girlfriend and future child or some shit dude now that's that's some cowardly bullshit that's a cowardly lion you know you don't want that and i don't want like yeah oh yeah the dude this dude they found out i think in inside the woman's belly they found out that this kid was gonna have down syndrome and he didn't want to stick around and raise that kid because and she didn't want to get an abortion a shmushmortion and so he was thinking about leaving and that's fucked dude that's some that's some cowardly shit that's some cowardly shit dude so dude you're you're in a totally different situation i don't think you're a coward at all i'm not judging you um uh i believe this is what leads to an entitled mindset of so many single moms and yes and no bro it's it's all it it's all situational. Um, my question is, what kind of message do I respond with to my ex? How do I convey to her why I told? And moreover, what do I do regarding my sister? My trust in her is completely lost. I don't understand what your fucking sister's problem is, dude. It's not really her business. Um, let me get back to her, but this woman, this other woman... Just say, your kid reached out to me thinking I was uh, her dad and she has the right to know the truth and I'm not her dad. So I wasn't going to sit there and pretend that I was. So I told her that I'm not and now it's up to you to sort that shit out. Not is not up to me. I should never have. She shouldn't have been in the position to have to ask a stranger, or or to abuse some guy that wasn't her dad. She should never been in that position. She should know who her dad is. So that's that mother's being shit. So just say like, hey, you put her in the position to to reach out to me because you didn't tell her the truth, um, and you know you can call me the bad guy because I did tell the truth, but. It never should have come to this. Um, Good luck uh, with what you choose to do with the situation. I, you know, I hope, I hope everything works out for the best. No ill will, um, you know, and get off my fucking Facebook, you know. Um, No, don't say that. But yeah, just, that's what you got to do, dude. You got to, and your sister, your sister, I mean... Is being irrational. Your sister's being irrational, dude. I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't understand. You, I guess you didn't explain why your sister thinks it's wrong that you told. Um, maybe you've got to have that conversation with her, find out why she thinks it's wrong, and just say this is 
you know, this is where I sit. That girl should never have been in a position to think that I was her dad when I'm not. Um, and now I've given her the opportunity to, uh, you know, track down what the truth is or, or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know what your sister's deal is, dude. Um, but honestly, it ain't my problem. It ain't your problem. It ain't no problem, bro. What else we got in here? Um, let's see. This one seems like it's going to be long. Nope, not too long. From Taylor. Um, my fiance wants access to my bank account, but I'm worried that if he does, he will see that I'm trying to leave him. Advice, please. So I'm really trying to get my ducks in a row to leave my mentally, verbally, emotionally abusive relationship. Okay, fair enough. I have my own bank account as well as a joint with him, but they are both at the same bank and viewable through my online account. My check gets deposited into my solo account and I put my money into the joint for our bills. I didn't even want a joint account, but was pressured. I've been putting money into my own savings, buying things to move with our daughter, putting down deposits, etc. Um, my fiance is now saying he needs my bank account password so that we can go over money and stuff like that and see how much my checks are each month so he knows where each dollar is going. Well, no, no, he can check his money, you check your money. I was supposed to buy myself time through the holidays by save, saving, by saying I got him gifts so I didn't want him to see the transactions. He also wants my upcoming bonus that I'm getting in two weeks because he thinks it's only fair since I spent some money on myself in the past without telling him. It's a very bad situation. Yeah, seems like it. If he looks at my account, he will see everything I'm trying to do, but I don't know how to tell him no. I've tried to give him the wrong password, stole, and when I... I've tried giving him the wrong password, stall, and when I tell him I want to keep our money separate, he gets really angry and throws a fit. But he is bringing it up all day, every day. I'll understand why you're leaving this fucking loser. I can't move for another month and am so close to finally getting out and I'm so, wor I'm so worried this is going to jeopardize everything. I work full time and this is my money, but he wants to have control over it. He goes through all my statements and has done this many times in the past so I know that this is his main goal here my any advice is so appreciated because I don't know what to do okay one contact your bank and go paperless right so your statements are not paper they're not getting mailed to the house you're you're they're getting emailed to you um that way Um, yeah, that way he's not going to see your statements Two, I'm pretty sure that in this situation where you've got a joint account, but also you've got accounts that are not joint, like you've got a joint account, but you've got other accounts under your name. I think you can, if you guys sh both have the app, I think on one person's phone, I think the, the bank can actually hide the other accounts. I think that is an option. Um, and it can buy you time as well. And you can even say that, oh no, not even say that, but, um, 
Say that the app has had an issue and you've got to go to the bank maybe. Just spin some bullshit, you know, buy yourself a bit more time. Say, yeah, the, the app's had an issue trying to transfer over. It's not letting... It's not letting you do it on two phones or, or some shit like that. Say you got to go to the bank, then go tell the bank, listen, this is my sitcho, trying to get through um, like another month. Is there any way you can hide the accounts on his phone or whatever? And they'll, they'll tell you what they can do. I'm pretty sure that they certainly can do that because um, it's, yeah, privacy or something. I'm sure there's something that they can do. Um... Yeah, that's what I'd say. Uh, you're doing the right thing by leaving. And I, I would just... I'm not sure what your situation with the kid's going to be. Um, you said that you were going to take the kid. Uh, if he's the father of the kid, like, I think he still... Even though he's, you know, this fucking controlling over money, I think he still deserves to be a father. So just think about that. Um, That's probably it, man. That's probably it for today. Ouch. Um, Sport. I haven't done sport in a while. Uh, I didn't look anything up today, so I'm not going to do it either. Make sure you hit up um, Bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty for 50% off your first week subscription. Um, enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 50. Follow us. Welcome to the potty on everything, dude. You know, um, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good shit. Welcome to the potty on everything. Um, oh, sorry, guys. Please rate and review the podcast five stars on whatever you listen to us on. Um, if you ever see a share button, hit that share button. Share the podcast with friends. Repost it. Hit like on the videos on on uh, YouTube. Um, hit like on all the all the posts on Instagram. All that shit. Just that shit. It costs you nothing to do that. And if you do want to spend some money, go buy yourself an unsourced T-shirt at welcometothepotty.com/store. 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. And this is the most charitable podcast. Think about that. Um, do you know a single parent that could use a night off of parenting, um, go out for a dinner paid for by the Welcome to the Potty podcast while their child is being looked after, paid for by the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Wow, that sounds fantastic. Nominate a single parent if you know any and we'll get that shit sorted. Um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, um, you know, Ramadan, whatever you're doing, um, Passover, um, you know, fucking Bar Mitzvah, whatever. Uh, just do all that, do all that good shit, dude. Keep praying, meditating, smoking up, drinking up, eating good. I love you guys, man. I've missed you this week. I actually, I, I wanted to get on. I wanted to get on here yesterday. I wanted to get on here a day early, bro. I've been missing you guys. I love you guys. Um, make sure you love yourself, man. This is welcome to the potty, and as always, bum bum.